Once was a land of woe and strife Where the people were bereft of hope They prayed to their gods of might and light To deliver the heroes of old Instead they got Heroes, did you hear the quotes in my voice of moral ambiguity? They may help or may not help you at all, depends on what's in it for them. They kick and they punch and they maul and they smash, they lie and they scheme and they burn and they slash. Succeed or fail, it adds to the tale, dungeons and debacles starts now. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Kevin. Going around the table, Blake. I'm Blake, and I'll be playing Juliet, the Dragonborn Eldritch Knight slash wizard. And Hannah. I'm Hannah, and I'll be playing Talia, the human rogue. And Shane. I'm Shane, I'm playing Alexander, the human bard. And John. I'm sick. Not very, not anymore, but I'm still kind of sick. And I'm playing a elven monk, Lunadas, evil. All right, so the last time on Dungeons & Debacles podcast, you guys made your way out of uh, Ashmarsh, uh, across the river, and you are trying to find a path uh, to Fadel. You don't really know if there's a path through these mountains, so you've just been following the coast. And after about a few days' travel, uh, you came upon uh, three travelers uh, who appeared to have been executed on the side of the road there was a man and a woman and I believe a teenage girl uh, who had all been uh, beheaded um, one thing that you noticed about the bodies is they had not been looted or touched really at all other than the execution so you don't think these were bandits after another day's travel uh, up the road you came across uh, a group that had stopped you so at the head of this group, you see a human man in full armor on a uh, horse on the path ahead of you. There appears to be another rider behind him and about a half dozen people on the ground all around them. They appear to be armed and wearing leather armor. Uh, the man in armor raises his hand and bellows, In the name of Arathus, halt and prepare to be judged. Then uh, he's going to kick his... Uh, Horse forward, and the group m begins to move towards you. So they are ready to be judged. Uh, are we on horses, or are we just for the sake of combat? We're off horses. Uh, well, that's up to you. I mean, you were riding up this, so I'm, I'm assuming everybody's on their horse, and Alunidas is on his cart. All right, that sounds perfect. Juliet's definitely going to be in the front. I don't know about the rest of you guys. We probably wouldn't have the cart either leading or in the rear too vulnerable that way, but um, Lundas is going to sort of pull the cart over to the side and hop off. As they get closer, they're probably going to get about <clears throat> 20 feet from you. Now you can get a pretty good look at this uh, group. They look uh, very disheveled. Uh, the man in armor looks uh, greasy, and his plate appears to be dented and dirty and a little bit rusted in some spots. The others look like they've been on the road for a while and have been sleeping in their armor. The other rider towards the back is an elf who is wearing robes. Uh, he's greasy looking and kind of twitchy. 
and appears to be doing something with his hands. So, as this uh, rider up front in armor, he's going to stop and he's going to say, I am Horus Dayshield, Paladin of Arathus. I am rooting out red talons in this land and bringing justice. After the destruction of the temple in Kala, we must be proactive against any threat against the Order. Who are you and what is the purpose of your travels? I'm none of your business, and our purpose is none of your business, and you can fuck off. Are you really saying that? <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, should we roll for initiative? So, <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, the, uh, if anybody wants to jump in, that's up to them. I don't know. I think that's that's pretty good. I like that. That's about where we're at. So I, mean, I was going to go into some bullshit, but uh, I, I like your approach better right now. <laughs> <laughs> so the paladin's eyes go wide for just a moment, and then his eyes narrow, and he pulls his uh, sword halfway out of its sheath. And uh, he's going to say, I wouldn't know where you're going. I'm sure you would a lot of things. Ain't going to happen. The elf behind them is... Uh, going to say, they're obviously red talons. And uh, Dayshield's going to say, of course they are. Why else would they talk to a paladin of Arathus that way and try to hide their intentions and destination? And uh, he's going to pull out his sword. I guess I'm going to need everybody to uh, roll initiative. <laughs> I'm really good at rolling initiative lately, guys. Yeah, three is definitely going to help you go first. Three is my lucky number. Don't you have art inspiration? You could probably change that. Uh, I don't think I'm allowed to use that on initiative. And I wouldn't want to. You can't use it on yourself either. Yeah, you can only use it on yourself. Uh, uh, make sure to click on your token before you roll initiative. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I did. There you go. Uh, just edit the number so you get whatever your first roll was. I think it was a 20? Yep. Sweet. So now put your uh, initiative on there as the decimal so we know whether or not you beat uh, Douchey and the shield face. I really How like the label. The She's got a higher dexterity than all these cats, so. <laughs> she will go first. Is everybody in? Yeah, I'm in the initiative. Oh, wait. What time of day is it? Good question. Uh, at this point, it's probably late afternoon. Roger. No flying for you. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> All right, so first up is follower number two. He's going to move here and hold. Uh, next up is Talia. Okay, um, I will. <laughs> I was debating on whether I should just throw my daggers. I'm going to throw my daggers. That's a uh, 16. Uh, who are you attacking? Oh, the follower number two, sorry. Okay. That guy. Uh, that hits. Um, that's for six damage, and then I'll throw my offhand. Oh, if only I had advantage... So, you throw, uh, so that's a miss. So you throw your first dagger, and it hits him in the shoulder. And then the second dagger, um, he sees this one coming, and he kind of ducks out of the way, and it goes right past his face. And then the uh, the daggers come back to your hands. Uh, cool. Anything else that you want to do? All right. Next up is this paladin of Arathis, who's going to uh, bellow, "Prepare to face justice, fiends!" as he raises his uh, long sword over his head, and then you're going to see it 
burst into this uh, silvery light around the blade as he charges. Prepare to suck a dick, douche. <laughs> as he charges Juliet. I don't like the damage I'm going to take. So. I have an AC of 17. Okay, well, the first attack misses. And the second attack's a 17, so if it meets, it beats. Nice. So you are going to take eight points of damage and then two points of radiant damage. So that's 10. And then he is going to smite. So that's going to be 16 points of damage. Um, additional? Uh, total. Oh, okay. So next up is this uh, elf up here. Uh, I don't like Elfin Robe, guys. His label is just too abstract. He's obviously an evil magic user. Alright. So, you're going to see this uh, elf in this robe up here start casting a spell. Within that square, I need uh, Talia and Alexander to make a dexterity save. Oh no. Talia's good. 17. Dex save, right? Yep. 24. Okay, so you see this grease uh, pop up in your hand. Oh, I take it back. I, I'm wearing the cloak of the bat, so I do have advantage. Oh. So it's a 23. I had to look it up. Okay, so nothing happens to either of you. Sweet. Neat. But a thin layer of grease does appear underneath them. Is that and correct? And it's still difficult to win. And. Every, uh, I think every round you're in it, you have to make a save for it, too. You enter or end your turn there, you must make a save or fall prone. No, if you save, if you make the save, you don't fall prone. All right. Next up is follower five. Is going to take their short bow and shoot at a Lunados. Uh, first attack is a seven. Hold on. And the second attack is a twenty. Okay, so the first one, uh, let's see, I'm not sure how this works anymore. It's been a while since anybody attacked me with a missile attack. I think I can once per turn. Using your reaction, you should be able to reduce the damage of the attack by 1d8 plus something. Let's see, if ranged weapon hits, reaction can reduce the damage by 1d10 plus dex mod plus mug level. If reduced to zero, I catch it, and if it's small enough, I can hold it in one hand and attack with it. Okay, so... So it does seven points of damage. So D10 plus four plus six. <laughs> That's definitely going to reduce it to zero. <laughs> so now I can uh, whip it back for one chi point, and I'm going to do that. Nice. All right, so... So uh, 16 to hit. So he fires this uh, arrow, the first one misses, and then he pulls out a uh, second arrow and shoots it at you. You catch it, and you kind of work with the momentum and spin around in a circle and then throw it back at him, and uh, it hits him in the arm. So what is the damage for whatever arrow that was? Uh, that would be 1d6. Nice. Oh, wait. It uh, should be 11, not 12. 11 damage. Um, that would be an improvised weapon, so I don't think you would get your... It's a damage for the missile plus five. Okay. Um, it's a monk weapon range attack with proficiency. All right. Uh, next up and is... The thing I made... Anyway. Uh, follower number four. 
So I'm going to get right there and stop. And follower number three. So I'm going to get right there and stop. Uh, next up is Juliet. All right. Reeling in pain from this asshole fucking striking her with this blazing hot sword. Juliet is going to retaliate with a uh, chromatic blast from uh, her hand. She yells, for justice! Nice. And uh, cast chromatic orb at him at level 2. So I have to make a spell attack with that. Why is that not set up? Stand by. I'm just typing this all in. Um, Range attack, 48. Yeah. I mean, you have to hit him, but... Now, how does that work when he's in melee range? Does he get an attack of opportunity? Oh, I think I have disadvantage on this attack. It's a ranged attack. Yeah, I think so. Yep. That's all right. It's enough it's damage that I think it's worth it. So now they should cast correctly. Ooh, okay, well. <laughs> uh, that's a five to hit. And a crit fell. Yep. Um, so that's not going to hit as this... Uh, orb of energy flies out of your hand he's uh, got the sword out in front of your face and you're kind of trying to duck out of the way and the it goes wild so uh roll me a d20 roll crit, right yep say 19 that doesn't sound good oh no um does it go straight up in the air and fall straight back down on juliet <laughs> you're going to take a negative one to your ac and saves uh will save ends dc 10 on next turn. Oh, okay. Uh, that's it for Juliet. All right. Alinidas, you're up. All right. I am going to uh, step forward, make my first attack. Actually, I'm going to click my heels together to activate the boots. Wait, is that a bonus action or a... It's a bonus action. Okay, good. So to activate my boots of haste, and I'm going to step forward, use my first attack against follower four. That's a 13 to hit. Uh, that misses. Okay, so I'll go ahead and use my second attack against follower. Damn it, ten. Uh, that's gonna miss too. All right, let's go ahead and use our third attack against follower four. Finally, twenty. Uh, that one will hit. Okay. Um, okay, so that's a five damage against follower four, and I'll go ahead and take my bonus strike against it as well. You've already used your bonus action, so I don't know that that would. Oh, good point. I cannot do that. So, uh, wait, you use your bonus action for the activating the boots. Oh, duh. Sorry. So, that uh, those are my three actions. Um, now I'm going to go ahead and dance around follower four just a little bit. So now I'm on this side, and that will do it for Lindas's turn. All right, follower six is going to move forward. And he is going to take a shot at Juliet with his short bow. So the first attack is going to be a 20 for 7 damage. Um, I am going to use shield as a reaction, which will give me a plus 5 AC. I get a minus 1, so I'm down to 17, but the plus 5 brings me up to 21. All right. And that lasts until the start of my next turn. Alright, so that arrow just uh, bounces off your shield, and then the second arrow is going to uh, bounce off uh, or, uh, your armor harmlessly. Uh, next up is Follower 1, who is going to take a shot at Talia. That's a 14 and a 10. I think those both miss. Absolutely. Alright, Alexander, you're up. I'm so happy. I 
I finally able to go. I'm gonna shoot the. Uh, I'm gonna try and shoot the Paladin of Rathus with my bow. You have magic. Stuff. But the only attack magic I have is pretty much just lightning bolt, and so oh. that just uh, that'll hit all of you. Yeah, please don't use that. Sixteen to hit. Uh, that's gonna miss. Rip. Pass. Uh, next up. Um. Go ahead. Is Nifron just not participating in this fight at all? Oh, he's not in the order for some reason. <laughs> just put him at the bottom of the order there. I'm going to go ahead and let him go. So uh, he is going to move up, and he's going to attack follower number four with a Lunados flanking. So his first attack is going to be 12 that misses. Second attack is 27 rapier that hits, and the third attack with a dagger misses. So he's going to do eight points of damage. All right, now follower two is up. He is going to move up here and attack Talia. That is a 26 to hit. Oh, Jesus. For eight damage. And then his second attack is a 15, which misses. Uh, uncanny dodge. I only take half damage. Okay. Good call. I don't know how much damage that is, but... Four damage. So you'll take four. That's what it is, half. Oh, uh, uh, I actually don't need to flank him for advantage because someone's close enough to him. But you should do it anyway to get out of the thing and get advantage. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. Yeah, um, being him, or Juliet being next to him only gives you the sneak attack bonus, not, uh, advantage. Yeah, so flanky. All right, you're up. Uh, I'm gonna stab this guy. That's nice. a crit. Ooh, yeah. So let's um, do your your damage first. Poison dagger. I'm I'm not going to use the poison on him. I can only use it once per encounter. Right. Yes, once per encounter. So I think that includes. Does that include my my crit? That included the crit damage, but it includes crit roll or. Oh. Use the... I'll do seek tag. All right, so that is a total of uh, 21 points of damage, and then roll the crit table. A one. Aww. I'm pretty sure that means nothing happens. I'm yep, also nothing happens. Sure. A mere 21 damage <laughs> for your first attack. <laughs> uh, this, this is my second. I did a little bit of damage to him when I threw stuff at him. Well, I mean, with your first attack this round. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, shit, I have another attack. Ten. Probably doesn't hit. Yeah, that misses. That's fine. Alright, uh, anything else for you? Um, nope, that's it. Alright, Paladin's up. He is going to attack Juliet. Racist. Uh, first attack is a 20. That misses. <laughs> and, uh, no, your, your shield's down, right? Up until the end of his next my, turn. Uh, okay. To the end of my turn, yeah. Okay. So both of these are going to miss because you've got a 21 right now. All right, next up is the elf up here. I forgot to drop this spell card. What is he going to do? Until the start of your start. And same shit, I'm not taking attacks. Oh, wait, yes, opportunity attacks if I do that. It doesn't matter. All right, so this uh, mage up here is going to cast Magic Missile at Talia. Okay, fuckers. You better stop attacking him. Uh, for nine points of damage. Uh, uncanny dodge? Uh, you can't dodge, uh, magic missile, I don't think. 
I don't think that would work with anything, right? It just says when an attacker that you can see hits you with an attack. Even it's it's not an attack. Oh, it's not. It's a spell. Okay, so yeah. I'm yeah, there's there's no, and there's also no save for it. So you would just take the knife. Uh, next up is follower five, who is going to shoot at Nifron because he but saw how it didn't work out that well against uh, Alunidos. <laughs> It's an 18 and a 17. Uh, both of those are going to hit for a total of 8 damage. Yeah, at this point, they need to do 11 damage just to stand a chance of me not automatically grabbing it. No, 12 damage. <laughs> Follower 4 is going to turn to the Lunados, and he is going to attack him with his axe. It's a 24 and a 20. Those will both hit. Uh, that'll be for total of 16 damage. Uh, next up is follower 3. He's going to move up here against Nifron. It's a 10 and a 10. That's going to miss. Uh, oh, actually, no. He gets advantage. Uh, 17. That one will hit. And that's for 13 damage. Uh, next up is Julia. Alright, let's do some fun stuff now. Um, Julia is going to cast Hold Person on the Paladin. You will have to make a DC 13, unfortunately it's low, uh, wisdom save, or be held. Uh, that's a 20, he passed. Alright. <laughs> Julia is then going to use a bonus action to do second wind to recover some HP. So she'll recover 6. And she'll use action surge and cast, uh, what is that? No, you know what? She's not going to cast a spell. She's going to take out that halberd that she has. Uh, not halberd. Glaive. The adamantine glaive. And uh, make two attacks with that. At the... At follower number two. Uh, what level fighter are you? I am a third level fighter. Don't you have to be fifth level to get two attacks? Oh, you're right. I am an idiot, so I only get one attack. Thank you for checking me on that one. I resent you for checking him on that one. That's a 19 against follower 2. Uh, yeah, that hits. Or 9 slashing damage, and that will end Julia's turn. Alright, follower number 6 is up. He is going to take a shot at Talia. Uh, first attack's a 25 for 5 damage. And I'll, I'll use uncanny dodge. Okay, uh, so you'll take uh, 2 damage, and then the second attack is a nat 20. Oh, what a jerk. Um, so you're going to take 10 points of damage from that. Can I use Undanny Dodge, or Uncanny Dodge still? No, it's one reaction. Okay. Lucky shot, target takes an extra 1d6 damage. Uh, so you're going to take two more damage. Alright, next up is follower number one. He is going to take a shot at... Uh, he's take a shot at Talia. It's an 8 and a 14, both those miss. Yep. Alexander, you're up. Yep. I was thinking about my mechanics with lightning strike, lightning bolts, and I don't think that's very efficient right here. Um, hey, question. So if I am like in the space below Talia and I do a diagonal shot, would that hit Talia and Juliet with the five foot, uh, five foot distance? Uh, show me which way you're trying to shoot. Okay, one second. If it's a straight diagonal, then no, it wouldn't hit either of us. Yep, 
Yeah, but what I'm saying is that it's a it's a five foot. Yeah, like, no, the five distance. foot, five foot oh. to either side. Oh, will that hit? I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you move up here, I would say since they're right there in those adjacent squares, that that would hit them. Okay, got it. Um, in that case, I will. If it was like a ray or something, I would say no. But this thing's like five feet wide. Killed them Yankees up north. Imagine you're gonna cast it that anyway. Because if it's like a fire foot, five foot line, just catch Juliet and then you can get three guys at once. Yeah. Stand there. Sounds pretty good. Just hit the uh, follower two thing of a rat that's an elfin rope. Are you fine with getting hit? Question mark? Exclamation point. I have plenty of HP, and if it's fire, then I don't care. I don't care if it's light. Just, just hit me. Just hit me. Doesn't matter. Hit me. Hit me. Actually, no, it only hit follower two and elfin rope from where I'm at right now. But you can move one space to the right. You want to stay out of the grease field after all, right? Yeah, I can move after my attack. Or you can move attack. Or the attack? What? Yeah, can't you do that? The, the, the line is currently at. You can hit, that can hit all three guys plus me. Oh, okay. I wasn't I wasn't seeing that. Or just Got move it. way yeah. out to the right and only attack the people toward the back, the ones with the bows and arrows and the mage. Yeah, I will do what the Honorable Juliet says and then uh, Actually, do a diagonal shot, I think, Juliet. Since you started your your turn in this thing, it's when you have turn. to make a saving throw, not to fall down. It's uh, ending your turn in it. Okay. Enter or end. Yeah. Yeah, All I right. will use lightning bolts. And which, which show me which way you're going. Boom. Okay, so you would get follower four, follower three, Juliet, and the paladin. Looks like two, follower. three paladin and Juliet. Follow four is not touched. Yeah, four is between the units in that time. Oh, follower three. I couldn't see his. Got All right. That uh, where'd you move to? Where did he go? Oh, did he delete himself? He moved. I to did delete myself. Another plane of existence. David Girl says hi. She decided to join me. Yay. Yeah, so each of them does a deck save, I believe. Uh, what's the DC? Uh, I believe it's equal to my thing, so let me double check. Well, followed her, follow her to you. 15. Follower to you had critical success. So he'll take it. Follower 3 had a crit success. God damn it, Kevin. And Paladin actually uh, failed big time. Four. Not surprised. Nice. He's on a horse. Yeah, so success on the check will uh, deal half damage. So I believe it's rounded down. Uh, what damage did you do? Uh, 25 in total from the 8d6. <clears throat> Alright, so you cast this lightning bolt and it's going to take follower two out. He sizzles to the ground. Uh, follower three uh, manages to uh, duck out of the way a bit. Um, but the paladin is going to take the uh, the full brunt of this lightning bolt that arcs off his shield. Juliet, you take your damage. Oh. I did not stick that in. Uh, oh, is there's yeah. a reflex save too? Duh. What am I doing here? Yeah, So you're going to take. I mean, it wasn't nice. a crit fail. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It wasn't a crit fail, but uh, on the damage. Yeah, you got a negative two to dexterity. Yeah. Well, I have a negative one, and then the uh, wisdom save, or the 
Matt That'd one that I got before. So is uh, that it for you? Uh, yeah. All right, next up's Nephron. He is going to try to stab. Wait, what happened to Illumidas? Aren't you at 12? Yeah. Um, we skip oh, so what the hell happened? Oh. <laughs> Alexander got deleted from the in uh, the initiative, so it screwed, everything it screwed up. up everything. He was at 14, I think? I was a three initiative. Three. How did we get way down to you? Okay, is that your first attack? No, that was your second attack. Did you get a second yep. attack with that? Was what are you I talking about? At, as it stands. ever took a second turn. Yeah, we I took the Lunadas. And Talia, right? Well, Talia took no. a second turn. She moved out of the Greece. Oh, okay. Oh, then we skipped the Lunadas. We did skip a Lunadas. It goes straight from Juliet trying to hold and then action search to Shane rolling a shit ton of stuff. Go ahead and take your turn. Alright. I'm going to attack roll over four. First attack is 23. Uh, that'll hit. Second attack is 26 for 8 more damage. Third attack, 21 for 10 more damage. Jeez. Is he still up? Yeah, he's still up. He's hanging on. God damn it. Alright, so I'm going to go ahead and take a bonus strike. 20 for 6 more damage. (laughs) Alright. He's still up. Motherfuck. (laughs) Barely. I'm glad I took the time to focus on him. (laughs) Uh, Is that it? Alright. Uh, yep, that's it for the last sister. Alright, next up is Nifron. He is Ooh, going damage. to... Fuck this guy. All three attacks missed. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Talia, you're up. Um, I don't remember. Has the paladin taken damage? Just from the lightning bolt. Okay, excellent. Sorry, I'm trying to decide. I apologize. Um, I'm going to... <laughs> I'm going to throw a dagger at him. It's a 25. Uh, that'll hit. I'll use my sneak attack. Holy shit. <laughs> nice. Nice. For 18 extra damage. And then I'd like to use uh, Toll the Dead. Okay. Ding dong, motherfucker. That's a uh, action. You wouldn't be able to use it. Oh, you're right, you're right. Because I, I don't have a bonus. Okay, so I'm just going to throw a dagger at him. It's a 25 for two. 28 right. damage total. Alright, is that it for you? Yep, that's it. Alright, Paladin is going to attack Juliet. Uh, first attack is a 10, which will miss, and then the second attack is a 23. Ouch. Uh, so that'll be 16 damage, and he is going to smite for an extra 7. How much damage is that total? 23? 23. Alright. Alright, the next no. up is the Elf. Elf is going to move right here and cast Lightning Bolt. Lightning Bolt, Lightning Bolt, Lightning Bolt. Oh, it's that son of a... So, Don't you have evasion? She doesn't have it yet. She'll get it, I think, next level. No. Um, so give me a... Both of you give me a deck saving throw. 17. Oh, no, wait. I have the, I have the cloak. 25. Uh, 13. Okay, so... Alexander, you are going to take 17 points of damage, and then uh, Talia, you're going to take half that. So, eight? Yeah. Uh, Alexander, didn't I give you the Cloak of Elven Kind? I think so. 
Uh, then you also have advantage on dex throws. If you're uh, wearing it, if you're not, then you don't. I, I don't. He has to pull the hood up as an action to activate it, and I also don't think it gives you. I think it just gives you advantage on stealth. It's advantage on stealth checks. Right, maybe. Seventeen total, yeah. Uh, if you failed, yes. seventeen, yeah. Uh, next up is follower five. He's gonna move right here, and he is going to attack Nifron. Uh, both of those are elevens. Those are gonna miss. He passes. Follower four. He is going to attack Alinidas. I will kill you. Uh, that's a 15 and 11. Both those miss. Yep. Follower three is going to attack Nifron. It's a 13 and a 24. That 24 is going to hit for 12 damage. Uh, Juliet, you're up. Right. Juliet is going to cast Magic Missile at second level at the Paladin. Actually, wait. Follower 4 and follower 3, they're both damaged, correct? Correct. Alright, um... Please save the priest for my dagger. Which priest? Uh, priest the paladin, I mean. Alright, but yeah, you can you can take him down. I'm gonna cast Magic Missile on follower number 4. At second level. You don't even have to roll it. No, he dies. Okay, perfect. He had one hit point left. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I guess I could have done worse. Uh... And I think that's actually all I can do. If you cast Magic Missile, you have multiple darts, don't you? Well, well, that's the thing. I cast them all on one guy, because why would I not burst damage someone? Alpha Strike. Yeah. Uh, that is that is it for Juliet. Yeah, I, if I had a healing potion, I would. But I figured I'd tank, and I'm doing a good job of that so far. So you guys should heal. Uh, and, uh, can you buy healing potions? In... Yep, and she handed them out to everyone else. (laughs) All right, follower uh, six is going to move down here, and he is going to shoot at Alexander. Uh, Ten, and the second one is a twenty for eight damage. Was that wa like an anime wa or like a Waluigi wa? Like an anime wa. Uh, Follower one is up. It's going to move down here and take two shots at Talia. Uh, that is a crit. And the second one is a 14. That's going to miss. So you're going to take uh, um, eight points of damage, or are you going to uncanny dodge? Yeah, I'll uncanny dodge. I did have a question about healing potions, though. Like, how, how I have the greater potion of healing. How does that work? Do I use it as a reaction? Like, what do I do? Uh, you have to and use that as a do? bonus action on your turn. Okay. I'm just looking up to see how much healing that does. Hold on. Oh, I was just gonna... I was gonna message to Juliet on... Because I'm, I'm sure that she has all the specs written down. Uh, you'd be completely wrong about that. Oh, no! Uh, greater Potion of Healing is 44 plus 4. Wow, okay. Alright, next up is Alexander. Boop, boop. I'm gonna run up to the paladin of Rathus and attempt to take his life with my dagger. Uh, 16. Do I have anything that can add things to it? Uh, just your dex bonus and your proficiency. Yeah, he's got those both included. Uh, you should have given yourself uh, bardic inspiration. He can't, can't inspire himself yet to no, like level okay. 16, I think. 
Yeah, I'm gonna see if I have like a random item that gives me a bonus. Don't you have, let's see, what does your armor do? Guidance. I can't remember what guidance does. You can select a, an ability to uh, give yourself a. Hey, I have that armor. necklace, don't I? What necklace? Uh, uh, the necklace that gives plus 1d6 to any roll once per day. I have no idea. You'd have to check the inventory. charm, that's all the bonus. Yeah, I guess I don't have anything. I miss. All right, so uh, you miss, and you hear that voice in the back of your head. It's like, so close. Feed me. Uh, Winterdosh, you're up. All right, I'm going to go ahead and use that wand of magic missiles on the elf in the robe. Stop him casting spells. See, um, actually, that would take one of my three attacks, or would that take all of my actions, or what? Uh, I would say it probably, that would be an action, so it would take all of them. Hmm. I'm still going to do it. Okay. How many charges did you uh, use it? I'm going to do it at level five, and for some reason it didn't do the damage for it. So that should be uh, 3d4 plus four more d4, I think. Uh, level five, I think that would do, wouldn't that be 5d4 plus four? Because if you were casting it, it casts like the spell. So if you casted magic missile at level five. So three magic darts and then one more for each slot above the first. So that should be four more because it's a fifth one. So three plus four is seven, each one of which deals 1d4 plus one. Who are you disintegrating? It's magic missile. Who are you disintegrating? The magic using the alpha in the world. Jesus Christ, man. What have you done? So 26 damage to the alpha in the world. Good lord. So you cast this and you just see all these these darts slam into this elf who's almost knocked off the horse uh, due to the uh, the force damage from this. Uh, is that it for you? Uh, nope. I'm also going to come up here and flank the paladin with Alexander. That'll work, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. And then I'm going to do my dancey steppy thing so the people attacking me get disadvantage. Uh, is that the dodge action? Uh, yeah, step of the lane, I think it's called. Uh, I thought that gave you like a plus five instead of disadvantage. Or how does that work? Well, it's, it's a dodge. He takes the dodge action as a bonus action. Right, but mechanically, does that give them disadvantage or is that a plus yeah, five? Yeah, if anyone attacking yeah. them, disadvantage. Okay. Uh, knife Run's going to turn around here to follower number three. Uh, let's see. Take a step. That, all three of those attacks hit. I'm not even going to roll the damage <laughs> on that. Even though one, <laughs> well, one of them uh, was a, uh, well, no, none of those were crits. So he just, uh, just massacres this guy. And then he is actually going after that. He is going to move across here and disengage. I think he can make it can make it right there. Alright, Talia, you're up. Alright. Um, I'm going to that's a bonus action. I will be doing that. But first I'm gonna throw my dagger at somebody. I'm gonna throw my dagger at the elf in the rope. Okay. Twenty. Okay. And then I will use my bonus action to heal uh, with my potion, but I think I just healed the fool if my math is correct. Actually, can I use my bonus action to give my greater potion of healing to Juliet? Uh, well, that's the thing. I'd have to drink it, and that would be on my oh, turn. Yeah. I'm definitely gonna die, so or get knocked down. So. Okay. Well, Trust then me. I will. 
He might be able to shove it down his throat next round. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that'll be my turn. All right. So this paladin is uh, going to scream, Die, fiend! And that first attack is an 18. I'm going to use shield to boost that up to a 21 once again. And I'm sure he'll hit me with the next one, but if I make him waste attacks, it's all over. All right. So uh, your AC is 21. Uh, yep. I'm not wise enough to remember my saves in Minas. So uh, his uh, first attack bounces off your shield. So he's going to uh, turn and attack uh, Alexander. Oh, no. That's a 26. That'll hit. Uh, that is 10, 21 points of damage. I'm at 10 HP. Nice. All right, next up is the elf. So you're going to see this mage back here uh, point his fingers, and you're going to see like this kind of like flare that's streaming over your heads. And you're like, ah, oh, awesome, he missed us. And then you're going to hear this eruption of flames as uh, he cast a fireball back behind you. White, party white. Um, so, Juliet, Alexander, Talia, and Nifron, uh, everybody, all you give me a deck save. I am at 2 HP, so minimum damage kills or knocks me out. <laughs> Not necessarily. You also have damage resistance. Isn't that EP6? If he rolls the minimum and you get the save, which you didn't do. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a natural one on that save. Uh. Um, okay, so anybody who failed is going to take 21 points of damage. Yeah, if he had rolled all ones, that would have been 8 damage. Half I for the doubt. save, half for the fire, still 2 damage. I thought your fire reduction was like... It's on immunity. Oh. It, it has the fire damage, I take. Gotcha. I'm down, I'm down. So how much damage do I take? Uh, half of 21, so 10. Next up is follower number 5. you skip me again? No, we just haven't no, gotten to so. Yeah, there's a lot of people on the board. Uh, follower 5 is going to come out of Lunados. Uh, that is a 10 and then a crit fail. That's what he gets. Uh, hamstring, you damage your foot in the attack and your movement is half. Deck save ends DC 10. Alright, Juliet, give me a death saving throw. It's a natural 20. Ooh, that means uh, you pop up or you automatically stabilize with one hit point, right? Uh, yep. My luck's turned around. Unfortunately, I can't do anything with that, I don't think. Yeah, you don't wake up. I don't know if I can take an action. No, that was your action. Okay, thought so. Uh, that's it, then. Can you do a bonus action? I don't have any bonus action stuff to do. Uh, follower <laughs> 6 is going to run over here at Nifron and throw down his bow and take out his axe. It's a 12 and a 14. Both of those are going to miss. Uh, follower 1 is going to flank Nifron and take two swings uh, with his axe. 
That is a 23 and a 17. Both those are going to hit for a total of 19 damage. Alright, Alexander, give me a death saving throw. I'll do it. Five. Alright, so that's one. Uh, Lunadosh, you're up. Alright, time to kill this paladin, I think. Why not the follower? Because I'm slightly more worried about the paladin. Ah. I was gonna say, punch the follower, see if he dies. If he does, take a five foot step next to the paladin, we're flanking. Oh, yes. Hmm. It's a risk, but if it means follower five doesn't get to act at all, it might be worth it. True. Yes, I will punch. Well, has follower five taken the damage? I don't think he has. Uh, he has. Alright. Uh, in that case, I will go ahead and punch follower five. Yeah, just punch him until he falls down. If he doesn't fall down, that's okay. 19 for 9 damage. Okay, that hits. 24 for 9 more damage. That hits. Mm, finish it. Uh, 14. That misses. Mm, that's what I thought. But I'm going to go ahead and spin the chief point on... Uh, let's see. Stunning Strike on Follower 5. So he gets a con save uh, to, hit to him. not be stunned. I did hit him. Oh, but okay. the stunning strike is just on a hit. I get to spend a cheap point. Gotcha. I thought it was at the time of hit. But... Uh, what's the DC? Um, that would probably be... Uh, my saves are going to be... Where did I write that down? Probably going to be proficiency plus my wisdom modifier. Yes, it is 8, plus proficiency, plus wisdom mod, which is 14 at the moment. So, con save, 14. Uh, it's a 10, he fails. Alright, so he's stunned. I'm going to take a step to the side. Spend another chi point for flurry of blows. First hit is a crit on the pallet for 14 damage. Uh, you don't get uh, advantage on that. Why not? I'm flanking now, aren't I? Juliet's not threatening. She's prone um, around. Okay, so just 25 for 9 damage. Alright. And 18 for 7 more damage, and I'm going to try and knock him prone, knock him the off his horse. Misses. What's that? The 18 misses. But the first one did not. Right, the first right, one. Right, 25. Did. So, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, yep. Yes, i uh, go ahead and try and knock him prone. It's a deck save, 14. Uh, he passes. Well, he still took nine damage. Uh, is that it? That will do it for Lunadas' turn. Alright, next up is Nifron. He is going to try to move up here. Well, no, he's not. He's going to move move south. Well, either way, well, yeah, he, well, no, he's going to just stay right here. Uh, he is going to attack follower number six. Uh, first attack is a crit. Second attack hits, and third attack misses. So, uh, first attack he is going to do 14 plus 3 for the sneak, 17 points of damage, plus 8. Alright, so he just whack, whack, whack on this uh, 
guy and uh, he gets him in the gut and uh, he falls to his knees but uh, he still has his uh, axe out in front of himself trying to protect himself uh, Talia you're up what happened with the crit table oh yeah so that is lightning strike you attack so quickly that you get a free basic uh, melee attack uh, if the spell was cast, that doesn't matter. Alright, so he gets another attack. Kill, kill, kill. Uh, that's a 19 that hits uh, for 11 damage. Um, so he takes this guy out. Well done, Nifron. Uh, next up's Talia. Nifron could use the rest of his move to flank follow up on Or any of his well, That's a good point. He's gonna move up here. Sweet. Thanks, Nifron. I'm gonna stab this guy. It's <laughs> so matter of fact, I love it. 23. Uh, that hits. Plus 14. Yep. Total of 21. Yep, and then my bonus action. It's a 21 for an extra 3. Alright. Alright, uh, next up's the Paladin. He's going to turn to Lunados since he's the one that attacked him. And that is a 22 and a 20. Damn it. Those both hit. Uh, so you're going to take uh, 10 points of damage on the first attack uh, with 4 points of radiant damage. So that's 14. And he's also going to smite you. So that's another 5. So that'll be a total of 19 on the first attack. Then the second attack is seven more damage. And then, as a bonus action, oh no, he won't. God damn it. <laughs> uh, next up's this elf up here. He is going to cast magic missile on Nifron for seven points of damage. Or no, nine points of damage. All right, next up's follower five. He's still stunned until the end of my next turn. Yep, so he's not doing anything, Juliet. Alright. Juliet is going to stand up and slap this paladin on the ass with a shocking grasp. <laughs> it's a natural 20. It's deal 13 points of lightning damage. And let me roll on the crit table. It's a 16. What just happened? Target automatically loses concentration. This affects concentration spells or any effect the target is used through the spell or ability. This may not be used. Uh, okay, so um, what's going to happen is you hit him with that, and then you're going to see the uh, glow of that sword uh, go away. Oh. Hell yeah. Uh, that's it for Juliet. Almost literally. <laughs> yeah, so the white light blowing around his sword just winks out. Uh, follower number one is going to attack Talia. It's a 16 Ooh. and a 26. The 26 will hit. Okay, uh, for 10 damage. Yeah, uncanny dodge that. 
Alright, uh, Alexander, give me a death saving throw. Eight. Uh, so that's oh, two fails. Alright, next up is uh, Leonardos. Alright, drinking a potion is a bonus action, yeah? Yes. Okay. I'll go ahead and use my bonus action right away to do that. Um, it's a lesser potion for me, so that is, what, 3d4 or something? Yeah, I think it's 2d4 plus 4. It's only 2d4 plus 2, so... 2d4 plus 2? Okay, so it's a 9. It's 9 hit points more than he had. Yep, and now I'm going to attack the shit out of this pet. Uh, 21 for the first one. That hits. For 8 damage. 21 on the second. That hits. Five more damage, and then only twelve on the third. But I'm going to spend the cheap point hoping to stun this fucker. What's a uh, DC? It's a DC fourteen. It's a con save. Probably pass, but it's a nineteen. Shot. He passes. Bye. All right, and that is it for Lunidas's turn. All right, Nifron's up. He is going to attack follower number one. First and second attacks miss, but the third attack with his dagger hits. That'll be... He missed even with advantage? Yep. Damn. Um, so, third attack with the dagger hits. That's uh, nine points of damage, and he's going to take four points of poison damage. And four sneak points attack? of sneak attack. Oh, Nifron is getting shit rolling with sneak attack damage. Micron is shit, and we're fucking ditching him first chance we get. <laughs> you said that in character? Maybe. <laughs> he probably wouldn't hear it. He's a little busy right now saving your asses. <laughs> so he uh, takes that uh, dagger and sticks it in this uh, follower's back, and uh, you see this sickly green liquid run off of it, and then you see the follower freeze up and then hit the ground and start convulsing and die. Take that, Erathian. Uh Next up is Talia. Um, I am going to move up here and throw my daggers at the elf in the robe. Okay. Ah, damn. Fourteen. Uh, it misses. And my second attack is a fifteen. Uh, it misses. Well, shitballs. All right, that's my turn. For a guy in a robe, he has the highest C. Uh, <laughs> Next up is uh, the Paladin. He's going to attack Linidos. Uh Before he attacks you, you're going to hear him scream, Arathus, give me power! And the uh, the blade uh, erupts into white light again. Does that take an action? It's a bonus action. It's divine favor. Oh, no, it's just a uh, first attack's 15, that'll miss, and the second attack is a 9, that'll miss. Haha, and does definitely dodges both of his stupid, divine stupidnesses. Uh, next up is the elf in the robe. He's going to size up this situation, and you are going to see him uh, turn and start to run. Retreat! Uh, Better kill him. We don't want him getting word to anyone. I don't think we can catch him. Uh, follower number five. Unstunned. No longer stunned. I'm gonna roll a save for him. 
Alright, he's no longer slowed either. Uh, he's going to come up here behind a Lunados and flank with the Paladin. It's a 23 and a 17. First one hits. Uh, for 7 damage. Okay. Uh, next up is Juliet. Woo! Oh, wait, I didn't roll uh, with the advantage, so with advantage, well, no, with the attack disadvantage on the second one, that's a 12, never mind. Alright, good. Alright. I'm uh, gonna do another shock and grasp on this paladin. A 17 to hit. I think that misses. Yeah, that'll miss. Uh, that is it for Juliet. Alexander, your third and hopefully not final death saving throw. And I sure hope I don't. I don't just die. That's pretty anticlimactic. Your dagger will be happy. That's a six. Oof. Oh, oh no. no! Womp womp Alexander, no! I'm a moment of silence for our fallen friend. Have to um, Friend is a strong word. Very strong. I mean, I kind of liked Amish. <laughs> he was. He was a present. music guy. That's what your tombstone will say. He was the piano man. <laughs> he was available. Love Saturdays. Alright, uh, next up is Alunidas. Alright, hopefully we can kill this paladin and not die. First attack is an 18. Uh, that's gonna miss. Alright, second attack. 21. Uh, that'll hit. That's eight damage. Um, no stunning strike. Third attack is only 16. That's going to miss, but I'm going to go ahead and do flurry of blows. 23. Uh, that'll hit. For seven more damage. Total of 15 so far. And 21. Uh, that'll hit. For nine more damage. And let's go ahead and try to knock in Pompadour. So that's a deck save uh, 14. Uh, he fails. Boom! Clanking ass off his horse. So you're gonna see uh, Alunidas punch him, and he just tumbles ass over tea kettle onto the ground. Uh, next up is Nifron. He's going to uh, run up here, and since he's prone, I think he gets advantage, right? I believe so. Uh, so... First attack still gonna miss. Second attack hits, and third attack hits. So he is going to take 8, 16, 17 points of damage, 18 points of damage. Wow, he got like the lowest possible on his uh, dagger damage all across the board. He's been doing that this entire time. I think you're cheating. You take a screenshot. <laughs> Those can be manipulated. Steel doesn't pump that high. Or that high temperature. <laughs> oh my god. Alright, so he falls to the ground and uh, Nifron's finding all these soft places in his uh, his armor and the chainmail sections and just stabbing through. He's bleeding out. Uh, Talia, you're up. I'm gonna move here. And I'm going to throw a dagger at the stupid elf that's trying to run away. That fucker. He killed my friend. Almost killed another friend. I 
Grapple him. Nine. <laughs> that's a miss. Fourteen. Uh, that's a miss. That jackass. That'll be my turn. Alright, next up is the paladin. So he is going to get up on his feet and uh, he's clutching his uh, side where uh, Nifron hit him. And he's going to scream, Arathus, give me strength! And he is going to lay on hands. Arathus, suck a dick. <laughs> I thought he was going to stealth destruct. Alright, uh, next up is this elf. He is going to keep on moving. And he is off the board. I'm so mad. Uh, but before he does that, he is going to... Uh, <laughs> he's going to uh, cast a, a spell. And you're going to see this uh, like shimmering sphere come up all around him. And you're going to see like his movement just like almost like stop as this horse like slams into the sphere. And... <laughs> And uh, he's uh, moving, but he's like moving really slowly because he's like having to force this horse uh, to to move, and the horse is like button up against the sphere. Class global vulnerability? Uh, maybe. I'm trying to remember. It's what it's that not is. that I don't one. Know. Uh, next up is follower five. Uh, so he's going to attack a Lindados. Oh my God. Uh, he crit failed? No, those are both crits on you. Okay, I'm dead now. Um, so the first attack is going to be 11 points of damage. Uh, second attack is going to be 15 points of damage. Yep, I'm done. Uh, next up is Juliet. Alright. Oh, okay. This is... This is not good. Because I know I can't kill this paladin in one hit. I'm fairly certain I can't do that. Follower number five doesn't look like he's doing too well. Um, you can still yeah. flank. Who's still flanking? You can still flank by moving a little bit. You can flank the paladin. I am not looking to flank the paladin yet. Uh, well, I guess I should. What what square is he in? Is he in the, both those squares? Is that... Yeah. Okay. So Juliet's going to go around and flank with Nifron. But she is going to cast Magic Missile. Wait, no, I don't have to cast Magic Missile. What about? Yeah, no. Why would I do that? I can just cast. Uh, uh, what is that called? Uh, why is it not here? Firebolt. That's it. Uh, she's going to cast Firebolt at follower number five. And since he's not in melee, it's not disadvantage. And 11 to hit. That misses. Okay. Ooh, good thing I spent that uh, spell. Fuck. Uh, that's it for Juliet. All right. Uh, Alexander's taking a dirt nap. Uh, Linodosh, you're up. All right. Come on, Nat 12. Four. Oh, no. That's one failure. All right. Nifron's up. He is attacking the paladin. It's a 21, a 25, and a 24. For 10, 18, 27 points of damage. Finally getting into the fight, Nifron. Jeez. Fucker. <laughs> uh, Talia, you're up. Oh, God. He's not dead. Oh, hold All on. Right. I didn't add the sneak, a point, uh, sneak attack or poison damage. Hold on. Ooh, ooh, do that. 
<laughs> All right, so you see Nifron um, stab this paladin like in the collarbone on one side with his rapier and then in the gut uh, with the rapier and then turn around and take the side in the spinning action and drive uh, his dagger um, down into his throat um, on the, uh, the left side down into his armor and you're gonna see this paladin fall to his knees uh, but he's still like swinging his sword defensively so he's down but not out of the fight motherfucker uh, Talia, you're up. I'm gonna move. I guess. Actually, I'm not gonna move. because I can't get I can't get a flanking on any of the, anywhere there. So there's no point in me moving. And I'm gonna throw my dagger at that. Oh, actually, mountain. you could. Oh. If you move southwest one, and south a bunch, and south east, or vice versa, southeast and south bunch and southwest, just, just be south of Nightfall. So like here would be. This would be flanking. Or there. There or the other side, yes. But okay. going south of Nifron means you don't have to worry about opportunity attacks from follower five. Yeah, go, go on the right side. That makes sense. Okay. I'm going to stab this stupid paladin. He killed our acquaintance. 18. <laughs> I like how it wasn't friend. <laughs> he killed our workplace proximity associate. He killed our I'm colleague, gonna... the guy we know... Possibly. I'm guessing 18 doesn't hit. It does not hit. This motherfucker. Don't you get a second attack? 19. Does that hit? That does hit. Outstanding. So that's 5. Plus my sneak attack, which is 9. So that's 14 damage. So tell me what it looks like when you kill this paladin. Um, so I am super, super pissed at this guy. Because uh, he's, he's killed a friend... He's almost killed two other friends. I'm unhappy. So, I'm I'm going to take all of that rage by stabbing my my dagger through his throat and pulling it forward, uh, severing his his both of his arteries and his uh, esophagus and, and all of that. Basically, beheading this guy. Nearly. It's it's a almost decapitation. From the middle. From the nearly, nearly headless loser. So he grabs hold of his throat as he's gurgling blood and his blood spilling out all over the ground. And then you see his uh, eyes get fixed and then he just falls to the, the ground face first. Um, and then I'm going to turn to follower five and tell him he's next. All right. So follower. F- <laughs> okay. Uh, next up is this uh, elf in the robe, and uh, you could see that he's like making progress, but it's like he should be moving a lot faster than this. But he's kind of moving at the pace of like someone who's like jogging. Uh, but you can still see him. Follower five is going to take off, or he's going to say, "I didn't sign up for this shit. I didn't want to be here anyway." And then he's going to take off running. With a, uh, he's going to use his action to uh, dash. So next up's Julia. All right. Now it's an important question: Do I kill or do I save? Go for the elf. The yeah. other elf. All right. Kill. I kill Lunadas. Um, <laughs> no. 
if you can save the Lundas, you should do that. <laughs> well, it would remove Athrat. But, um, so it would kill the elf in the world. The other elf in the world. I should kill him? Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'll probably be okay, but we don't want work. We're going to hope you're okay. Uh, Juliet's going to fire a magic missile off of him, at him, with her last remaining spell slot. At the elf in the rope? Uh, no, follower five. Okay. For twelve damage. Um, so you let loose this, uh, these magic missiles, and they just slam into, uh, his back. And, uh, you just see him go, like, face first into the dirt, and then fall still. Kill confirmed. I told him he was next. (laughs) (laughs) Talia may kill, but she doesn't lie. Elfin robe is way out of range now. Um, you could probably get on your horse and catch him pretty easily. Talia could catch him on foot. Yeah, I can. It'd be great if someone joined me so that I didn't just screw up my throws constantly. I can just imagine Talia fucking Naruto running after this guy. <laughs> <laughs> if Luna does were still on his feet, he could easily <laughs> catch the elf. <laughs> so, who's next? Uh, oh, uh, Julia ended her turn. It's uh, yeah, your turn. Uh, death saving throw. Alright, come on, Matt 20. Or two. Oh that could have been worse. <laughs> could have been a one. Mm. I might kill two of you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> if I lose another character, god damn it. <laughs> at least do be by the hands of your friends. Like that let's let's True. look at the <laughs> Well acquaintances. There were <laughs> We knew of you. Um, so uh, next up is Nifron. He's going to walk over here to Lunadas and try to stabilize him. <laughs> and that's a five. <laughs> Talia? I'm going to uh, use my bonus action to dash, which will get me here. I did the math. Or I did the measurement rap. He's actually a lot further out than this. It'll probably take you another round to get to him. I just didn't move him completely off the board. Alright, so we'll say I'm here. Let's let's uh, move you, like, down here as in... Don't move that. I'm the dungeon master. I'm sorry. <laughs> Revolution. Okay, so I, I that's a reference. Got it. Yeah, so he's probably still about that far away from you. You could probably catch him next round with a dash. I should be able to unless he moves. Uh, yeah, he's going to move some more. Slowly. So we'll say he's about that far ahead of you now. Maybe he's just playing with you. Uh, next up is Juliet. Alright, uh... With a last sputter of magical energy, Juliet is going to head down to Luno... Oh, Uncle Luna, you better hope I make this fucking roll. She's going to try and uh, stabilize him. A two, I don't think that stabilizes him. (laughs) All right, uh, give me one. Give me a death saving throw. Yay! I have not died yet. All right. Uh, (laughs) Nifron's going to try to, to, like, stabilize you again. Try to stop this uh, blood leaking out of you. It's not blood, that's concentrated love for Fubinaxis. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a, that's a crit. Yay. Am I stable? You are stabilized. Did we win? 
All right, Talia, you're up. You're still chasing this uh, guy? Absolutely. We can't let him get away. So, so I'm going to move. Take your dash. Oh, God, I think that was... Because I marked... I marked... Or I memorized the square, and it was... It was there. And then I'm going to throw a dagger right. at him. Do I have line of sight? Uh, yeah. Okay. That was my offhand. Uh, that... Um, your dagger flies through the air and hits this invisible barrier and then comes back to your hand. Son of a... Well, you can probably destroy the barrier and give it enough time. That jerk is going to get away and then we're going to be in trouble. We're already in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Don't count us out entirely. Alright, that's your turn. Yeah, that's my turn. Alright. Uh, the elf is going to keep on moving, but uh, he hears that dagger like cling off this field. So we're going to say uh, he gains that much on you, uh, Juliet. All right. Uh, since Illuminados is no longer bleeding, Juliet is going to check uh, Alexandra, the other guy who we had in our party. Um, and I assume she realizes that he is dead. Uh, <laughs> give me a medicine check. Natural one. He's still breathing. <laughs> he looks okay to you. <laughs> Juliet begins. Uh, I don't know. The, he's the not dead. He's sleeping. First made aid, <laughs> and that's it. And she starts doing the, uh, giving him the abyss treatment, smacking him. <laughs> Wake up! Don't go to the farm just yet. <laughs> uh, Linodos, you're up. Is Linodos conscious at all? Uh, you are stabilized at this point, so no. Alright, so I'm going to lie there and... Yeah. Uh, Nifron is going to go over and jump on uh, a horse and then take off running after Talia. Uh, Talia, you're up. Cool, where is Nifron in relation to me right now? Uh, he's probably good at this point um, I'll say 100 feet okay I'm going to use my bonus action to death alright which gets me there opportunity to act <laughs> um, I'm going to try to break the barrier I guess uh, you can try alright I was seeing if I had anything that could mess up his concentration but I don't Cut his horse's tendons. 16. Uh, so yeah, your dagger just bounces right back off of that field. I'm going to yell expletives at him. He's going to, um, look back at you and say, This was all a misunderstanding! Just leave me alone! If it was a misunderstanding, you shouldn't have killed my friend. I didn't kill your friend! You led to his demise. Well, I had to make it look good! What the fuck are you talking about? You committed that an action further into the conspiracy. <laughs> that paladin's a fucking maniac. I've been his captive for the past weeks. He's He's been rampaging this side of the continent. He went mad after that temple burned down in Colin. He's been taking it out on everyone he meets. He's killed innocent families and traitors all up and down this coast. What else was I supposed to do? Don't believe Kill me. Him Killed your friend. Sleep. Yeah, killing him in his sleep is the best option. 
Like, I mean, there are a lot of things you could do. You might have been his captive, but you could just suck at your job. It's not even that hard. You don't think I was holding back? I could have killed you all almost instantly. Let's just, let's just take a breath and talk here. I, you know what? If you want to talk, fine. You're my captive. You're coming back to my group. Well, I'm, I'm nobody's captive, but we we could talk. I don't I don't want to kill you, don't, and I don't want you to kill me. You're gonna have to be more convincing than that. Come back with me, and we'll all talk. Did you say one of your friends is dead? I might be able to save him. Then you're definitely coming back with me now. You're gonna trust some guy you just met that blew up our friend. I, I love that he's, he's begging for to... his life for from a twelve year old girl. <laughs> <laughs> Out of character. Even if he comes back, that means we're all going to have an easier time killing him, so. Or yeah. he'll blow <laughs> us up. Yeah, at this point, he could kill Lunadas and Juliet with one spell, probably. Then why is he Going back away? to finish the job. Because oh. he's terrified of Talia and Nifron, and with good reason. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, he saw the way that that battle was going. He, he knew that you know, things weren't going that paladin's way, so he, like, took off and ran. So he's going to um, stop and say, look, none of us wanted to be here, and all those followers he had, well, I mean, they were bandits to start out with, but, you know, after he killed a couple people and he wouldn't let them loot the bodies, they all tried to leave and he wouldn't let them. I didn't want to be here. I got roped into this whole thing. That's unfortunate for you, but you're going to have to be more convincing to keep me from killing you. I could kill you right here, little girl. Damn. And he's going to start making uh, some hand gestures, and you see like this uh, arcane energy pop up on his hands, and he's he's going to say, but I don't want to. You say you can save our friend. How? I might know a priest. You might know a priest where? In the hollow's point. Why should I trust you? I don't trust anyone. Why should I trust you? (laughs) Uh, he's going to make a hand motion uh, that uh, he's going to cross like his, his fingers in front of him and uh, give me a perception check. God, I suck at those. Wait, he's crossing his fingers? He's like literally going to lie to her face like that? Uh, it's it's in like a pattern that's out in front of him to where like his, his fingers, his index fingers of his left hand and his right hand like cross in like this downward fashion. Uh, so it's more pinky swear than crossing your fingers behind your back. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, 13, you see like him making uh, a hand motion, um, but you don't know exactly what it is. Why should a hand motion matter? Like, what does that even mean? And how can I trust what you tell me? You don't know the secret handshake? Of course not. I'm 12 and have never <laughs> had any kind of religious training anywhere it's ever. ever. It's a mage hand handshake. He's going to say, uh, was it true what he said about you? Are you Red Talons? No. <laughs> and, Technically, uh, she's telling the truth. She's not yeah, a Red Talon. Yeah, I'm not a Red Talon. <laughs> um, uh, there's still some essence of deception there. So, uh, he's going to say... Well, fine, I won't help you. And then he's going to turn, and he's going to keep on running. Wait, he's going to not help us because we're not Red Talons? We've just given him too much trouble. 
Where is Nifron at this point? This is a long-ass conversation. Uh, Nifron's probably almost <laughs> caught up to you. At his slow pace, he's moving. Then Nifron's going to catch up to you too. And uh, <laughs> meanwhile, Juliet is mauling Alexander's corpse. <laughs> so uh, Nifron, stabbing you with my claws should wake you up. Why aren't you waking up? <laughs> so uh, Nifron's going to catch up uh, to you too at this point, and um, he's going to take a, a, a swing at uh, this elf in the robe, and his rapier is just going to bounce off. And Nifron's going to say, That's fine. We'll just wait for your spell to end and then murder you. And then uh, the elf in the robe uh, is going to say, Listen, like I told her, I just got roped into this whole thing. I didn't want to hurt any of you, but that crazy-ass paladin, he's rampaging across the countryside, killing everything. It doesn't matter if you're evil or not, he's mad. And uh, Nifron's going to say, well, it doesn't really matter. You're gonna die this day. We'll just wait for your spell to end. And the, the elf's gonna say, what What? What do you want? What What will it take for you not to kill me? And uh, Nifron's gonna say, I don't think there's anything. Talia. I mean, he said he could save our friend, but I don't believe him. He killed him in the first place. So Nifron's gonna walk his horse out in front of uh, this other horse, and he's gonna box him in. He's gonna say, is what you say is true? Do you know someone who can raise the dead? The elf on the horse is gonna say, I do. And uh, Nifron's gonna say, I'll make you this deal. If you have a friend who can raise the human back there, I may let you live, but no questions asked. Talia, is this agreeable to you? He also has to give up his horse. And uh, the elf's going to say, why do you want my horse? This was, a, this was a gift. You've got a horse. You'll get it back. I just don't feel like walking back to camp. But you can. <laughs> 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 so the, the elf is, is going to stop. And he's going to release that spell and get down off his horse. And say, fine. And Nifron's going to say, well, you know, you could have never gotten away anyway. Your spell would have ended and we would have just massacred you. And um, I think that is probably a good place to end it right there. I could still have cast color spray. You don't know. <laughs> I that am was fun. so sorry, Alexander. Yeah, well, I mean, <sighs> he, might, he might not be dead. We don't know. Pretty sure that dagger uh, sucked his soul out or something. Can it do that, or does it have to deal with killing blow itself? Let's find out. Find next out episode. next time on <laughs> Dungeons and Debacles podcast. If he is dead, we should pass that dagger off to the elf so that we don't have to deal it with it anymore. I don't know. Wait, what? I don't know. Um, that demon could be a powerful ally if we you know, can start to deal with it or something. Well, here's the thing is none of you know anything about that dagger except for Nifron. That's true. Good point. Nifron told us, or Alexander told us finally. Nope. We, we learned of it, but in the sense that our our persons did, but not our characters. Yeah, I don't think Alexander's told any of us anything. Hmm. Interesting. Alright, so... So Talia might end up stagging the dagger just because she always wants more daggers. Ooh. Interesting. She may... My, my dream of... of 
unicorn ponies and and unicorn dogs riding the countryside and me being a, a the queen of all that I see would be a you know just moments away. <laughs> and then then your dreams are just going to turn into nightmares about slaughtering halfling families. Okay. Yeah, she might not have a problem with that. All right. Well, Alexander, uh, you're dead, but maybe not dead for long. I'll make a new character in case. But uh, I guess I know what it takes to, like, uh, create a hard encounter for you guys now. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> <coughs> Holy shit. Are you okay? Well, I've been sick, like I said. And that's the first time I didn't take my finger off the control button when I popped. Oh, that, I will say that's like nuclear sick. Well, the problem was that I was holding the microphone in my mouth, and then I moved to cover my mouth with my wrist, which meant that the microphone was... You don't have to explain right yourself there. to me, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dungeons and Debacles podcast. If I could ask a halfling-sized favor, give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes. It's the best way to support us. New episodes come out every Monday, so make sure to check your podcast app. Do you have an idea to make the podcast better? Tell us about it on Twitter or Facebook. You can also check out our website to see all the maps, lore, and characters at DungeonsAndDebaclesPodcast.com. And now a word from our fantasy sponsor. They've traveled the world, and now, for the first time ever, they perform just for you. Crossbows and Daisies, the greatest collection of bards Suelle has ever known, has teamed up with the Wizards of the Tower of Insight to create a magical music player that performs their greatest songs. You don't have to travel to see them in a crowded theater or tavern, you can listen in the comfort of your own home and share the experience with your friends. I got kobolds in the kitchen and goblins in the garden. They're eating pies and smashing crocs, my things they aren't regarding. Grab your pitchfork and your axe and gather up your friends. These filthy little monsters are gonna meet their ends. And who could ever forget this song of love, lust, and betrayal? I was dancing with a lady to the Marilish waltz when my comrade cut in and his swooning began. They also perform some of your favorite folk classics. I believe I was right, but she thinks that I'm wrong. The fighting with her has gone on too long. So I drink and I dice, but I'm not the villain. My woman has left with the pig and the children. Doesn't love a good tavern song. Adventuring is a thirsty hot life. There's no time for kids or even a wife. In our wake is corpses. Bring me for my men and ill for the horses. I'd returned from the bar when I saw she was gone. The bard had swept her away. I stand here alone. Why did she go astray? The minstrel has stole my name. The only good witch is dead witch, dead witch, only good witch I know. 
Burn them at the stake or drown them in the lake. No more trouble in the village you'll make. But that's not all. Renowned bard Bartleby Lorsinger tells tales like only he can. Lend me your ears, for tonight I shall regale you with the tragic tale of Jarek the Unattainer, or some say Jarek the Mad, or Jarek the Twice Cursed. Most tales of merry halflings are happy, but I must warn you, this tale is not for the faint of heart or weak of constitution, for this is a tale of betrayal, madness, murder, and woe. This is a limited time offer. Supplies are limited and when they run out, they'll be gone forever. Send a letter to Mad Cedric's Discount Goods and Adventurers Emporium on the Isle of Insight with 50 gold pieces to secure your magical music player with the performances of Crossbows and Daisies Now. Stand by. Gold leader standing by. I wish I knew that scene so I could follow up with uh, something else. Red leader. Red leader standing by? I think so. The music you heard on this episode was Hero Down, Five Armies, and Death of Kings by Kevin McLeod in Incompetech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0 License. CreativeCommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0.